you protect what you love. Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle, it's a life. This is Hunters to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves all the things you and I understand. I think you kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs and the time and the experience. I don't know. What do y'all think? Because it went from... What does that say, JB? Does it mean Jordan's buck? No, I'm trying to be like Jimmy. He writes his initials on his cups. So. JB, JP. Yeah. I just added another, another little squiggle. It is true, because if you do that, then it's JP. Yeah. Gosh, that'd be scary to know that y'all would drink out of the same cup. That's not the same cup. I'm just trying to be like him. Mm-hmm. You're doing good. Delta. Get him, get him, go get him. Okay, well, tell him what happened yesterday. Might as well get right into the guts of it. Shot me a book. Nope, it's not what I meant. You can tell a story better than that. Come on. Oh. So me and Lake, we're going to go to Ducks and Bucks. And no, it's Bucks and Ducks. Buck, ducks and bucks. B comes before D in alphabet. Surf and turf. B- bucks and ducks. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. Land before time. Oh, so we were going to go up there, and you and Brad brought home the camera cards. I almost forgot to give them to you. I, don't I know. Pocket. We were sitting there just eating really lunch, did. and you handed them to me. So we were going through them at lunch and pulled up Oak Tree Road and there's two good bucks in there the day before yesterday afternoon. And we ain't got to stand in there for a south wind. Uh, the only thing in there is that ground blind. Yeah, and it's set up for a north. So, man, like, or well, when you, you brought when, it up. When like, you oh. said there's Rocker's son, I thought you was just joking. I didn't even look at the pictures. No. I was eating a sandwich. And when you said that, I was like, oh, he's just trying to do that to pull Brad's leg. I had no, I really had no idea you yeah. saw him in there. Which is very, I mean, and to your credit, that's not an uncommon thing for him to do. Because he's never yeah, been on we all No, he's never come that far. But, but it makes sense why he's done that. Because look at the numbers of deer y'all saw and the numbers of does. Mm-hmm. And all them deer are moving to that food plot on the outside because I feel like they've eaten chances. I mean, secret patch out. They yeah. have. And there's no more brassicas in there until it gets cold and they start eating yeah. the turnips. Yeah. That could have been why he was moving around very easily. Yeah, no doubt. And them acorns are falling over there, too. <laughs> Which we didn't know, but we know now. Didn't have a clue. We climbed up a tree and uh, been sitting there about 20 minutes and mm. come deer to an acorn tree over well, there. The, like, th- oh. the thing is, like, the, I t- sometimes, sometimes I think, I guess the Lord just blesses you because, like, we, the tree we picked out, all we were looking for is somewhere that we could get up, the wind be good, and us see the food plot. Okay. I mean, we knew the acorn trees were there, but we had no clue they were dropping, you know. And we ended up being, what was it, like 65 yards? Yeah, and wide open shots, yeah. you know. There's no doubt the Lord blessed y'all on that. But also knowing the history of that area right there and where those deer tend mm-hmm. to come from yeah. and knowing where to go because you had climbers. I mean, I asked Jordan when we looked at the footage last night where that buck came out. Jordan shot a doe last year, yeah. Reba, mm-hmm. and she ran right out that trail. Right. So. Well, and I told Joy when we were sitting there, when we started seeing those deer come, um, I think I don't think we hunted a lot last year, but I know two years ago, me and Brad and I spent mm-hmm. a lot of time in that area. Mm-hmm. And there's a thicket line right there. And there's you always see them working that edge. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were, com- they were working that edge and they were coming out because the acorns were dropping and then going to the food plot. But yeah. always that same edge. Yep. 
That's a pretty cool deal there. So we climb up a tree. Wind's good. Y'all were both in the same tree mm -hmm. together? He climbed up before That's me. That's old school right there. That's the way we used to do it years it, ago. I mean, in a perfect world, we'd find two trees, you know, three feet or a yard apart yeah. or two yards apart, but it's hard to do it on this place because it's been, you know, select cut so much. Your yeah. timber is very, yeah. very selective on what you can find to climb up in. Yeah, so. and most of the trees we got are pecan trees that are Pecans 12 foot around. Yeah. <laughs> and then disclaimer, like, I'm not going to claim to be the world's best in a climbing stand i did a lot when i was a kid but then not until i guess last year whenever we started doing it i hadn't climbed all that much so i put the bottom half of my climber stand too tight to the tree it was like one it wasn't bad too tight but it was one notch too tight and this thing had vines and poison ivy you know, limbs coming off everywhere so every time i tried to go up i could just look down there and jordan was looking up at me going just sound like a deer making a rub. It, That's what Lake was it doing. didn't hurt anything. It did not affect anything. But he was giving me some nasty looks. <laughs> and yesterday, honestly, we hardly had any wind. I mean, oh, it, it was, was calm quiet. yesterday. Well, we had to cut two limbs out of the tree, and both of them. <laughs> yeah. It was really, I mean, because, I mean, there was limbs, I mean, you couldn't get around them. I mean, there were limbs that big around. And if you, and if we wouldn't have cut them, if and we were the first five one, foot off the ground. Yeah, we'd have been yeah. six feet off yeah. the ground. Like, that's not going to work. So we'd had to do it, but it, I mean, two things, and that happened, like you said, what's abnormal is everyone knows on Cottonmouth, when you have a light wind like we had yesterday, usually it is all over the place. It's going to swirl and yeah. switch, and yesterday it stayed out of the south for, I think it switched maybe one time. Yeah, but I not, checked it one time, it was out of the north, but other than that, it was pretty steady. Yeah. But we didn't stay in the stand, but an hour and a half. We didn't spook, and that's with all those deer. Because the, the evening before, we were hunting out of a climber's on a different food plot, kind of same situation, wind wasn't right, so we climbed up a tree. And there were we had does all around us. One ended up um, seeing us and blowing at us, and Jordan made the comment. He said, when there's that many mature does around, it's just a matter of time for one of them to start oh, attacking absolutely. us. And we didn't, we didn't spook a single deer yesterday until he pulled that trigger. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the reason – in my opinion, why those deer didn't see us or smell us or anything like that was because all those young bucks in there making noise yeah. and pushing them around. It kept them from being their own worst enemy. Like them old does, they usually are their worst enemy because they're so paranoid. Yeah. Well, I've noticed what those old does do, and I know y'all probably noticed this too, is if they see you or they, they get an idea that something's there or catch a little bit of movement. They're not going to give up till they find you. Well, the first thing they do is circle downwind. Yeah. yeah. And then they come yeah. smell you. And that's, I mean, a deer's going to trust his nose or her nose 100% of the mm -hmm. time. Ears and eyes, you could get away with something, but that nose. That, and, you know, if it's a younger deer or even a younger doe sometimes, if they even snap their head up at you, sometimes if you're still enough, they'll just kind of go, oh, okay. It's, but the mature ones, it's like once they look, like they, they're going to keep, and you know I'm what, looking. this time of the year, too, especially when it comes to a deer blowing like the other afternoon when you shot that doe for blowing at y'all, and we all have that same mentality, if you blow, you go around here. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been sitting in the woods and hear a deer blow totally upwind of you? Oh, yeah. They do that, especially now with the rut starting. You get little yeah. bucks chasing them, they'll blow at each other mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So if you just sit tight, man, man don't worry about it. Just keep hunting. Yeah, the other afternoon uh, we were Tell them about that, yeah. Man, we had deer blowing upwind, side wind, downwind, mm -hmm. the other side. Well, they were blowing everywhere, and the other deer in the food plot was just. Yeah. Okay. But, and this was, and we talked, me and George was like, I wonder if they can tell the difference because. I feel like they can. The one time when she saw us in blue, all the deer in the food plot went, huh? 
it was like it was a completely different sound. Sounded yeah, the I same mean, the to me. The intensity of, of the way they do it and how they do it, and then you get that one doe that just never gives up. Yeah. Bottom line, you got to shoot her. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like last year with Reba. Yeah. In the same place you shot the big deer. Same night. situation. Reba blew, cleared the field, and then she made the mistake of coming back and wanting to figure out what you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get back. We chased a rabbit hole there for a while, yeah. which was worth chasing, but um, pick up from how many, how many, at the most, how many young bucks were out in that food plot? Like, at one time, yeah, probably 15. eight. 10 something yeah. like that we saw about 15 young yeah. bucks they were but all, all in the food plot oldest time. one was three years old mm-hmm. but uh seven or eight of them or ten of them were all <coughs> two-year-olds you know just yeah which means we're gonna have a good crop of bucks here in about three years mm-hmm. <laughs> two or three years but we were sitting there watching those bucks it was two three-year-olds out there and uh they were finna square off they were all bristled up at each other yeah, doing a i mean saw that walk. footage last night when i was going through everything doing my notes and I happened to look back towards the acorn tree like I'd been doing every 20, 30 seconds, just checking it, and there's another deer standing there. Well, it was real cloudy yesterday, so I really couldn't tell, you know, what it was. So I pulled my binoculars up, and all I could get out. <laughs> no, I listened to it last night. You, you said it all in one, one word. You went, late, right, acorn tree, rocker sun. Trockers, he's there. As soon as I saw him, I was like, holy smokes, here he is. Yeah. It's one of the, you know, you, I've, you've done it before. We all have. You're sitting there and you're watching. Like, and last night was a prime example. All we're seeing is, like I said, the oldest buck we'd seen was three-year-old. And all of a sudden, we, you couldn't even really tell what that buck had on its head yet. But just you just looked over there and you went, that's a bigger deer. Yeah, and just you know, the way he was. Good, I mean, yeah, we got trail pictures of him from summer all the way till up until the day before yesterday. And last yesterday. year, too, you know, me and Wilbur. And the encounters that everybody had with yeah. him. Me and Wilbur had that deer at 35 yards for 30 minutes last year with a bow. Mm-hmm. Brad and I had him at 30 yards, 30, no, 30, something, somewhere between 30 and 40. Yeah, but didn't but have he no had already, Brad had just shot a 10-point, and yep. it was, yeah, we just had but to look at him and, and film him. Me and Wilbur had him in there in the snow. It was beautiful. Yeah. And our doe took him off. He that doe to save that deer's life that day. He sure gained a lot of mass last year. He gained a lot of weight year. too. His body's yeah. way bigger than. Well, it was we had last a good year. bean crop this year. He's huge. Soybeans made a big difference. It does it every year. Yeah. He really, like antler wise, we knew he was big. But when Jordan walked up to him, and like he really like I saw how big his body was. Like yeah, I I didn't realize his antlers were, were as big as they were because I mean he weighed two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big deer. Yeah, that's a big deer. Mm-hmm. Two two fifties this year. Yeah, that's big anywhere. And the two forty. Yeah. I mean, all of our bucks have been two hundred pounds or better. Mm-hmm. You know, the four year old deer over here is going to weigh two ten at least. Yeah. 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 This year. And then um, Jordan, I don't know. It was funny, man, because when that deer finally got, he was under the tree, and I'm filming him, and he's wide open for me, and Jordan's like, I got a limb. I'm like. You got a limb. He said, "Yeah, he's got to move." So fi- I mean, he stood there, felt like forever. And he finally starts walking, kind of the direction of the food plot, mm-hmm. and he stops again. And again, he's in the wide open. I said, "Okay, kill him." He said, "I can't." I'm like, "What do you mean you can't?" I had a limb this big around all the way across his shoulder. And I'm like, thinking you're shooting a gun, not a bow. What are yeah. you waiting on? Well, you know how I mean when it's a deer like that. Well, I, I, mean, I could see his shoulder in the crosshairs. She wasn't sure the bullet was going to make it. Exactly. It was about this much difference between if, if I hit that limb or hit him in the shoulder. Yeah. Well, how I, bad would that be? You pull the trigger and he just looks up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of the, like, 
he's he's 60, 65 yards away, and we have a rifle. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I think we got him here. But in my mind, like in the moment, I'm like, he's he gonna get away. You know, I mean, there's so many things the that can happen. Wind could swirl because it's. I mean, just it was. I mean, it's been less than a week ago when we were bow hunting and we saw that big ten point. We mm-hmm. thought we were gonna get him, and he gone. Yeah. So I was like, I was just on edge. Finally, you could see it in the GoPro angle. George sitting there like this, and he goes. Like <laughs> I, I turned the gun. I've never shot a deer with my gun. What was it horizontal? Yeah. <laughs> hey, X marks the spot as long as you got the X on the board. Yeah, it was like that across the shoulder instead of like this. It was like that. <laughs> lining him up. The, level, well, level, level. It's like shooting your bow. And I have to say, uh, and I don't blame him at all. I would have done the same thing, maybe worse. Yeah, you find a way to make that happen. Well, I'm, like ta- I'm talking Jordan – being the king, uh, he's the most like he's going to give you crap about anything that he possibly can, mm-hmm. and so anything that crap I crap sh- is do or crap is do. It is. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not, but he gives me so much crap about how <laughs> about how I get always like just over the top excited when I shoot anything. <laughs> he makes mock, you know, mocks it and all that stuff. Jordan, he mocks what you say more than Jordan, what you do. <laughs> That's the deer. What he came here for? <laughs> he like Look like the wicked witch of the west. I had oh come, my pretty! I had to come apart, man. He's I mean, sitting there. He go. How hyperventilating! Oh man, that's why we hunt, though. Yeah, yeah. That's something. It's a di- it's a different. I don't think I took a breath from the time we saw him until I shot him. You. Were... <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can get usually, anything in my lungs. Usually, the adrenaline hits after. You kill them. That's yeah. what happens for, for me. To it me. Does. Yeah, I, have a, I mean, I as soon as it, yeah. I know the adrenaline rush can happen as you see in one come, but when one shows up like it did for y'all, you don't really have time to build that flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start thinking through things, and, you know, no matter what you're thinking, as long as you, we've all been hunting, you you mentally do everything through habit. Well, you yeah. know, when, when we're running cameras and hunting with cameras and stuff, to me, I don't think about, okay, let's try to kill the deer. I'm thinking about is Lake getting what he's needing mm-hmm. and all that, so it's keeping my mind mm-hmm. busy on yeah. the production and that's of the, it. And that's the bottom line of having the relationship that we all have. You know, I've, I think you all have heard me say this a million times. Is I've had people ask me, what's the, what does it take to, to be a good cameraman? And for me, I tell, I tell everybody this, from young guys, it, it takes the guy behind the camera to be able to tell the guy in front of the camera no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. On any given time, no or yes. And and to tell somebody no, especially with, on a deer like you were last night, which it's hard. See, and but, I got lucky because when I first got on that deer, I mean he, but he had just I was thinking footage wise, and we had you know history with that deer, and all I had was like because he he just kind of appeared under that acorn tree. We didn't see him walk up there because we were watching all the other deer. I was like, man, I don't have any pre roll of this deer. Mm-hmm. He's just standing there in that one spot, and so I was like. I want him to shoot him, but he's got to wait. But then he said, I can't shoot. I got a limb. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but I was thinking the same time, you know, for TV, we need a little bit more footage than a deer just showing up standing on an acorn tree. Yeah, which he did. I mean, he did kind of like make a scrape. But then, he, I mean, he did He did all he needed yeah. to do. Yeah. Stand there every time, the he, every time he moved we, his head. All you have see to it. do to make the TV work versus if, if you or anybody else would have just been in that tree hunting, that deer would have been standing there for two and a half seconds and he'd have been dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd have found a way to get a shot at him if we wouldn't have been trying to video yeah. it. Yeah. And it ain't like you can be jopping around and moving around, stand up, move around, because you got all these other deer that you're worried yeah. about seeing you. Yeah. 
especially the big red doe that's hanging out over there. She's, she's there. Three she, two. She was there yesterday afternoon. We and were scared to death from the get go. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the first deer we saw was her, and from a hundred and fifty yards, looked like she looked at us for ten minutes, and then she circled around downwind. And that was the time the wind switched out of the north, so she didn't smell it. Talk, you like ever, you said, sometimes the Lord just blesses you. You ever talk about just all the chips falling into place? It's yeah. just God sitting there going, hey, <laughs> hey, let's check the camera. Hey, let's try this tree. Oh, there's an acorn tree falling there. That doe's going downwind. Hey, the wind switched. Oh, there's Rocker's son. Which, disclaimer, he's not Rocker's son. They're like the same age. Jimmy's, he may be older. We, Jimmy started calling him that. I don't know why. We called him Rocker's brother because they looked similar on that one side. And they were buddies last year. They ran around a lot. Yeah, and then Jimmy started, got it mixed up, started calling him the son of Rocker. And we were like, Jimmy, they're the same age. The one you, the, him, Rocker's son may be older than Rocker. Yeah, he's, he's an old deer. Yeah. Uh, anyways. It's the biggest deer you've ever shot. Well, for me, oh, the, neatest, the neatest thing that I've noticed here in the past three years you're not supposed to see a deer like that at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, I shot in him. In the at, south. I shot him at 3.50, Troy, mm-hmm. on December I know, the 6th. I heard you when you shot him. Like, my first thought was, dang, doe must have been blowing at him. <laughs> and he just popped her. I really did. I thought that. And then Brad texted you. And actually, I got a text from a friend of ours that you text. And I, and I got a text from him said, Jordan just said he killed Rocker's son, which is was Jeffrey. I got oh, it from yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, because I had my phone sitting in my bag because I had to stand up yesterday. Uh-huh. And I just watching the text. I couldn't lean down and get it because there was a deer standing out in front of us. Yeah, I was like, "Dang!" I said, "Maybe he's just kidding." I waited for another text and waited for another text. So anyway, keep yeah. telling your story. I, it was the biggest. Me. Yeah. Anyway, it was the biggest deer you ever shot, huh? Yeah, by far, biggest deer I've ever shot at in the south. I shot at a couple in Illinois. You know that bigger, bigger. But far as the southern deer. Biggest thing I've ever even seen. Yeah. He's big. Did you ever have the inkling in your mind that you wasn't going to hit him? Yeah, because that limb was halfway through my scope. But once I got the gangster lean on him, I felt better about it. Yeah. <laughs> I Were you see sitting down or standing up when you sitting shot? Sitting down. down. I couldn't. Ain't no way I could have stood up. It really is one of those things. Because <clears throat> if you take all that out of the equation, you look at what happened, you're like, the chances of us killing this deer right now are very, very high. But it was just something about that deer – I was just so nervous he was going to get a, something was going to happen that we weren't going to get him, but it worked out. Yeah. Trigger stick, you use it. Mm-hmm. Worked good. I couldn't have shot him out of trigger stick. Really? Yeah, ain't no way I could have pulled that shot off. He couldn't have done that lean without <laughs> it. Either. Yeah, because you would have had nowhere to lean. I actually gun. had the crossbow trigger stick with a big fat yoke on it, mm-hmm. so I had a fl- kind of a lot bigger a lot surface to, to roll turn the gun around. Yep, yep. So that's a good tip right there. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. So it worked out great, man. You can definitely, I mean, think about the the application of that in the woods because, I mean, it's not an uncommon thing for you to have a limb in your way if you're if you're going up a tree in the woods and you're not, I mean, it's not like a stationary yeah. stand where you clear shooting lanes out. Yeah. That's a big factor in shooting a, yeah. a rifle in the woods too. Mm-hmm. Even bows. I mean, there's a lot of times you, you know, shoot a bow, you look through your peep sight, you don't see something and wind up hitting a limb well, or something. Well, I mean, you know, you're shooting out a rifle and the scope's on, but at that distance, you know, you got – this much difference between your scope and your barrel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a oh, little. It's going to be a difference. Yeah. And you got the rise in the bullet. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Was so my... was climbing down after you shot him difficult? No. Oh, uh, yeah. I was having to tear poison ivy back off the tree because it kept getting hung up in our cables. But other than that, no, I skimmed it on down there fast. He moved very fast, very quick. 
It was some. I mean, I was like. I always said that should have been part of X Games. Yeah, I used to have those guys. What it was the. Uh, Oh, it was timber contest, yeah, the log, logger contest, yeah. lumber contest, and have a guy go up a tree in a tree stand. He was moving in large intervals. Like, he took off, and then I went to say something to him. I was like, hey, Joe. Oh, he's he's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a fun, fun afternoon. Hey, when you take pictures with him, are you going to take pictures like this? If uh, somebody kills my cat. Have you seen that, Troy? Uh-uh. It's a thing. It's a really? thing now. Yeah. People are taking pictures, looking all mad. It's a thing. It's going. I don't know what. It, no, I'm, it's not. It's not that they looking mad. It's 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 a macho thing. I think. I don't know what it is. They'll, you'll see them like <laughs> Jordan made a meme about it. <laughs> He's like, you kill the biggest deer you've ever killed, and the guy that's the picture they're going. You think someone just told them their puppy died? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. But I'm not taking a picture <laughs> like that. Y'all have to beat me to get the smile off my face. I don't know what the deal. It's not just that deer, ducks, turkeys. I hadn't seen anyone do it with an elk. But yeah, I mean they'd be holding up a string of ducks. Yeah, that's the that's the mean macho look. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I think you should. Try. I just killed me a limited duck. Ain't no way I could do it. You should do it. I, I y'all have to beat me with a two by four and make me not smile. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what started it either. But it's a thing. Push that log over. Stoke the fire. Yeah. Shh. You letting it go out. That was your job. I oh, well, I'm sitting back absorbing all the heat. I can't believe we only got one log on the fire. We burnt eight of them. Lake got up early and got the fire going this morning. I couldn't sleep, man. It's a good fire day. Ever since, when I, and we hadn't even, you know, we're doing the kind of same thing last year with not hunting much in the mornings until this time of year, so I can't blame the sleep schedule, but I can't. I mean, like, every morning this whole week, 5 a.m., mm-hmm. month. I get up about 7. I know. Well, 5 a.m., you just getting ready for turkey season. Maybe. Sure. I know every time I get up, Jordan goes, hey, be quiet. <laughs> What y'all see in the secret bottle? Y'all had an eventful afternoon. We, did. we well, can't let Jordan's – I mean, Jordan did kill a big deer, but it can't overshadow because y'all had a good hunt. You know, you hung that stand there with Brad, and, mm-hmm. and we've all hunted it in the past year, two years. Mm-hmm. And um, when when Jordan shot, when you guys shot and got the text, it wasn't eh, 45 minutes after we got the text because that was a – there was a span of I know y'all were busy shooting all the stuff you had to shot, yeah. so we didn't get any any text. And then when we finally got the text about what deer it was, got that on the first text. But Brad and I both thought it was a joke. Right. This deer walks out, and it's this old eight point, heavy. Yeah. Good beams, good everything. Just just a heavy old deer. And Brad says, "We think." I said, "Dude, that's an old deer. You got to kill that." And that's the second tag in Arkansas. Yeah. Well. Brad's in there after the deer you killed. That's mm. we all were. I mean, that's, you know, everybody wants to shoot the biggest deer on the place. <laughs> and immediately, I'm 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 filming the deer, and I'm you know I'm looking at him and I'm going, yeah, it's a good deer. Well, the the predicament that I got in was tough. The way yeah. the deer came in, right. So I'm leaning out and I'm trying to do everything with one hand. I'm I, right now. I got my elbow is so stiff and I I'm probably pulled a tendon in it because I'm hanging on to my rope. I'm standing on Brad's stand. I'm filming around a tree. And I'm trying to do everything with one hand. I look down, and Brad's on his phone. <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? Hey, I've been there before, man. Well, I know, but I, I – and I'm thinking, okay, I know you got a lot of land deals going, and that's what you do now, but, dude, there's a shooter buck standing out there. What are you doing on his phone? I finally, I, I lean out, and I look down, and he texts you. He says, tell me for real if that's the deer you shot, because if you – you would have said, no, I just killed the doe. He wasn't going to shoot that deer. <laughs> And I mean, it was, a, it was a legitimate 
big oh, old a big eight deer. point. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deer. And I deer. can understand not eating up your last tag. I'd swap rolls with him in a heartbeat. Oh, I'd have shot that deer in a minute. I wouldn't ever sent the text. Hey, look at that but one. But anyway, before <laughs> that, we did see some deer. We saw a couple of other deer come in, and, and that spot right there, which is is a, it's probably one of, other than the trees that y'all were on, the only oak trees yeah. Yeah. truly in Arkansas. Yeah, they're not many. I mean, Those, where, where where were, we were hunting water oaks, which are a little big yeah. acres. Y'all hunting yeah. them big acres. Striped oaks. And where y'all were, it's called Oak Tree Road. Yeah. We call it that. And then where we were, it's called the Nuttall Flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's those deer, it looks like hogs in there. Yeah. And they're coming to that stuff, and they, they, they got – rings around a tree kind of like that bucket where they went around eating those persimmons but yeah it's so big down looks like cattle were crossing yeah. through there because when me and brad went in there and hung it we went oh goodness let's get a stand up and when, when he got that text from you he says oh, I'm, I'm, I'm kill that deer jordan jordan says for real he shot he shot rocker's son and and i, I looked at him i went really I, you, you wasn't going to shoot that deer <laughs> but it, it worked out good I mean, two big mature deer on the same afternoon, on a Thursday afternoon. Because today we know we weren't gonna be able to hunt. Yeah, yeah. And we right. just got Rain lucky and, and, and ended it off yesterday on two big deer. But what's sad about it is, is every time Jimmy leaves, we kill deer. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I don't it's understand that part. The funniest thing that happened yesterday is when we were <laughs> we were checking those trail cameras, and Jordan saw that deer in Oak Tree Road. Brad saw it. And he was—he had hunted in Secret Bottom yesterday, hunt, trying to hunt that deer. He said, "How am I going to kill him here if he's over there?" Yeah. <laughs> yep. Get the climbers out. I guess. It well, it's funny. it's it's fun when you know them and you yeah. know what deer they are. Yeah. It's also fun when you don't know them. The thing I like about it the most is the deer like that walks out. You ain't got to look at him and figure out if he's old enough. Figure yeah. out how many points he's got. Yeah. You just say. There he is. Okay, we can kill him. Yeah. It's definitely a different sensation. Yeah. Like it's it's both both are exciting, but it's different mm-hmm. when you know them and when you if we hadn't known that deer, we went, oh gosh, big deer. You yeah. know, it'd been a whole. It, like you said, it'd been a completely different process. But you you take the rack completely out of the equation on that deer mm-hmm. and and just look at his body. Still wouldn't hesitate. No, no, it's <laughs> like the one I shot the other day with Toby. I mean, two hundred fifty pounds, and I didn't know what he was. I seen him walking through the woods. I thought yeah. he was just a little old. 115, 118 inch deer, 120 inch deer. And when he stepped out in the field, I was like, holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's standing next to a yearling in some of the footage. And it's it crazy. It looks like Ferdinand the Bull standing next yeah. to him, <laughs> some whatever. I mean, it's just incredible. It is the same. When the you pulled weight. up with him to the skinning shed, everyone was like, oh. I didn't know. I really thought I was going to have to call one of y'all. Not that Toby's not strong. You know, he's young and, and in good shape, but my back's all tore up, and I'm like, I don't know where we're going to get that deer in this Toby bucket. weighs about a buck 20. We had to find a hole to pull in little yesterday so the, so the ranger went down. It was down a little bit It's <clears throat> always fun loading up them big ones, though. Mm-hmm. And look, that's, that's, it took. Like, it was all me and Lake could do to get him in the back of the buggy. He kept yeah. on trying to slide out. And he enjoyed it. So pull him up on this side. Go on the other side. Pull his legs around. And trying to hold, unless, you know, a deer that heavy, when you grab in their legs, it's, it's like grabbing on to cellophane yeah it's just slick it's yeah. slick i pulled too hard one time as g2 caught me in the thigh right there i sustained injuries from jordan's deer so under the circumstances yesterday and knowing what the wind was knowing you had pictures of that deer having a pretty good idea of where he may have came from you know a lot of those deer come from the northeast mm-hmm. yeah coming in there some very few come down the road anymore like they used to mm-hmm. 
we y'all had a what a straight south wind or had a little west in it a little east in it yeah. did it really yeah. a little bit so the chances are if you think about where y'all climbed up to where he had to be bedded that that wind had to be going behind him yeah you also had Josinus going but that wind had to be going behind him so in my thinking if if, if you look at where y'all hunted Y'all made a grave decision and a smart decision to get where y'all were. I mean, in all honesty, the deer was downwind of y'all. Mm, you think yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Close to it. But y'all beat him. Mm-hmm. Y'all took a chance and beat him, not knowing exactly where he was. Oh, right. that no wind, if the wind would have came out of the dead east at any, it would have been over. Yeah, he would have smelled it. Yeah. It had, it had enough south in it. But none of the deer smelled you, which is a good thing. And you and I both <clears> know how many times you see 15 20 those come out of that one trail yeah yeah well like we were talking about when you have when you have that That's many good. deer it just, your chances of getting i mean obviously you know that your chances of spooking something just go higher because there's more there's sure. more ears there's more noses there's more eyes but well i mean like a deer like that we've had him on camera like three times this year and only once in the daylight yeah and i mean when he's in a spot like that you got to go yeah. try it if you think about it, it's the same way we killed mufasa it was straight up nighttime, 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 and then one time one day. there he was, and it was it was late, but it was daylight. And we said, "Let's go." Yeah. yeah. That afternoon. Pop, pop. And and you know what? Think about. I, I wonder. I wonder if that deer that you killed yesterday would have ever ever made it all the way out to the Arkansas field before it, dark. It's possible. Yeah. Because that deer is um he's moved over a mile, you know, or close to a mile since yeah. we started getting him on camera this year. Yeah, he was at chances, wasn't he? He started. He, the first pictures of him were at uh, Buckshot Three. Yeah. Oh, really? Which is half a mile, three quarters mile from where you had any summer pictures of him? None. At that. Um, we had him in chances last year in the yeah. summer, but nothing this year. We couldn't. We he, the first he, picture of him was in November. He kind of stayed not not as tight as Rocker's area, but he stayed over on that side. He's never been known to come as far as he did yesterday. You know, if you look at the map aerial of where we're hunting and you look at one two three four probably five of the biggest deer we've killed on this place all came from right there mm-hmm. yeah within a two mile stretch in that in that circle not of, even two miles within a mile yeah yeah, two, yeah. yeah definitely and yeah. and and all of them having their little quirks of I live in this 200 yards. I live in this 200 yards. I live in this 200 yard mm-hmm. area. I, how do you how do you put a how do you put a how do you tell somebody here's what to look for? Because if you really look at where we're hunting, it's flat as a pancake. Yeah. Other than it's a little bit thicker there, but if you look at it, it looks the same I mean, to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. They're all yeah. right there. The most defined area we look for is just privet edges. Yeah. You know, any kind of edge, thicket mm-hmm. edge, you know, anything you look for, cut over edge, going into hardwood, SMZ, mm-hmm. whatever like that. That's your edge. That's where your buck's going to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what makes them hold that? Those bigger deer? I don't know. Yeah. I just <laughs> What it is about that area like you're talking about? Just old deer. I don't know. I, just, I mean, me personally, I think it's because them beans are so close during the summertime, those deer get everything they want. Because, I mean, the, any deer in Arkansas doesn't have to go but 400 yards got, and have a mouthful of beans. Well, I did notice on, on some trail cam pictures the other day, that eight point that I shot at Bucket, mm-hmm. we got pictures of him at Close Road. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. I thought that was a nine point. 
closed rear. No, it's the same deer because he's got that kicker coming off the main beam. I got you. That's a long way. I mean, when, when was the picture? Mm, like in October. Yeah. Hmm. believe He started showing up in Buck in October too, though. That's believable. Yeah. It's not that far. No. If you do a straight line. No. And for us, the thing, the places that we would never walk into because we couldn't go through it, they go through it like hot mm-hmm. butter. And he had the body size of a deer that had been eating a lot of beans. Yeah. He was big. Yeah, he was large. You know, and right now, if you think about it on the place, the only deer that we've got that we know has traveled is that big wide eight point with a layback too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen him now in yeah. two or three days. Yeah. yeah. That we it, that is true that we know of the vast majority of our bucks hold pretty tight mm-hmm. to where the, into their home range or have a have a tight home range. I wonder if that's it's got to. I mean, you know, over the years we've hunted all over the country, but we haven't had a chance to hunt places all over the country that we can call home that we consistently hunt year in and year out, knowing home places and not home places. Hang on. I, I, that's got to be the same everywhere else you go. If you think about the Midwest with small woodlots and, and places where deer are born, how many of them truly leave that area versus how many of them just stay in that square mile? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Majority of them stay, I would think. Yeah. I mean, think about it here, the river. We've talked about this before when the river comes up and floods. All these deer leave. They get pushed out of their home ground. When they come, when the water goes down, they come back to the very same spot. It's the craziest thing to me. It happened to Rocker two or three times since we were hunting him yeah. and he's all, all in the same yeah. spot and you know he leaves he's got to leave out of there because where he's at he'd be drowned for the water yeah he'd drown if he didn't leave <laughs> unless he hangs up in trees and stays there yeah that's his tree climber squirrel could have been it might have been why it took us so long to get him well what are we gonna do next week Bragg's tagged out in arkansas we're gonna make him run a camera he said he could still do it no he's gonna see we've gonna see we need to let him go film wilbur Jimmy's got a tag. Wilbur's got two tags. Lake's got a tag. Brad's got no, and you got tags. So, yeah, we all each have one tag left. Yeah, in Arkansas. Wil- yeah, Wilbur has two tags left. Does Jimmy have? Jim- yeah, Jimmy's got one. Yeah, so the Wilbur's the only one that's got all two left. But Brad's gonna have to run a camera for somebody. He said he would. We'll, we'll knock see. the dust off those skills, man. Let's we'll see. This should be an interesting week. It's well, a well. The thing is, it is a. It's about to get. Especially after what we saw yesterday, it's about to be a fun time of year yeah, for deer. Fifteenth, we look, we we waiting for that fifteenth, the magic day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, I want some ducks, man. It's coming. I think this next mm. front may bring a few down. We, I, I'm ready to do a little duck hunting in the morning. Yeah. Especially if it's cold. Believe I'm, me, I'm not excited to put my waders on when it's seventy-two degrees. No, I don't want to do that. No. Believe me, I love deer hunting, but when when that cold weather starts hitting and I start seeing those sap heads, green heads flying around, that's just Fun. Well, y'all more excited too about it this year too. I mean, still still love duck hunting, but y'all got new dogs. Yeah. Well, you got a new dog. Yeah, Knox. Delta second year. Yeah. And according to Lake, he's the best thing ever since sliced bread. He is. Knox. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna say that about your daughter when she's born. He's the best. He's the best kid ever. Yeah, yeah. Until she's about 14, then you're gonna mm-hmm. want to wring her neck, <laughs> smack her. He's the best <laughs> duck dog I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well. Like it was definitely it turned from a slow week to a really good week really quick, but uh, I think we have a lot to look forward to next week. And you know, Brad made the comment yesterday when we got in the tree. He says it's a yucky afternoon. It and, was. And it was yucky. It was. It was humid. Knew the <clears> rain <throat> was coming. It wasn't hot, but it wasn't cold. But I think had the sun been out, it would have been pretty warm yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the deer moved. They moved great. Indeed. Evidently. 
Yeah, I don't know what the difference was, but they moved. It happened. The yeah. difference was we was in the woods. I guess so. I guess hmm. so. Or Do you have anything else to add? No. I'm, I'm hungry. Finna go home. Why? Breakfast time. Go see my wife. Mm. You can't go home. You gotta go hang stands. We gotta go hang stands and clean deer. We've got stuff to do. Oh no! Oh yeah, <laughs> I do that Monday. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so guys, thank y'all for listening. Always send in your questions, Instagram, Facebook, however y'all need to do it. Uh, we're gonna get out of here because Jordan's chomping at the bit. And uh, yeah, that's it. You want to sit here for ten more minutes? Fix the fire, dog. Fix the fire. You let it go down. This was your job. <laughs> thank y'all for listening to Speak the Language. Thank y'all for listening to the Speak the Language podcast. Uh, you can't. You can't. You, you cannot. Get buying books and saying.